Hey, how's it going? What's up? <laughs> not much, not much at all. How you doing today? Good. I'm uh, here with Ron Beehive from TikTok, making his his valiant return. You're uh, you're the first guest I had here. I was just um, hoping we could get caught up and see how everything's doing. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, hopefully this time no one rings my doorbell. That just added spice to the mix. Um, <laughs> it, it was boring until you had people knocking on your door demanding entry. <laughs> so how you been? How's um, how's your how's your how's your family making it through the whole pandemic? Oh yeah, family's doing pretty good. Thankfully, uh, we haven't been affected too much by the pandemic. Uh, how about yours? Uh, it's you know we we haven't been touched by COVID personally. But it's been kind of, it feels like it keeps spiraling closer and closer. Like <laughs> we've had loved ones and coworkers that have come down with it. I mean, everyone's thankfully been all right. My wife got sick a couple weeks back where she was just bedridden for two days and it turned out to not be COVID, thankfully. But oh, geez, thankfully, yeah. Yeah, it's just, it, it's, it just feels like it's inching closer. Yeah, everyone's gotten it, and it's like, when is it my turn? When is my turn? It's yeah, like... exactly. And then, I don't know. I, I don't know how old are your kids? Oh, uh, God, five and three now. Okay, is the five year old in uh, kindergarten? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's in kindergarten now. So that's that's nice. How about yours? Uh, we have a, a, our oldest just turned four, and the youngest is a year and a half. Oh, oh, nice. <laughs> how have um. Uh, how the school's been about uh, keeping everyone on track. Uh, it's, it's so much fun. So it's, uh, <laughs> they'll be in, he'll be in school for about a week and a half. And then we'll get an email telling us that he was in close contact with someone. So then he'll be yeah. out of school for about a week because PCR tests are so backed up and we got to get him a test. Yeah. Um, and then he'll go back to school and then we get emails just, gosh, every day, just someone is uh, contacted uh, COVID, like not close to us all the time, thankfully, but like, you know, they they alert us whenever there's a COVID case, and it's just constant. <laughs> Jesus, and your workplace? Oh, uh, work. <laughs> another uh, interesting situation. So, at work right now, it's usually where I work at. We're probably fully staffed. We're probably at about two hundred people. Um, and lately, all the departments except for mine and maybe two other departments are just. They're out. They were told to stay home because so many people contracted COVID as soon as we got back from break. Um, and <laughs> interestingly, I have a conservative co-worker who I almost got on board with walking out. His reasons were a little different. He was like, yeah, these vaccine <laughs> mandates are a little ridiculous. I do not want to do this. We should all walk out. And I was like, I mean, uh... I I'm willing to walk out. But let's, <laughs> let's take it back to the wages, bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. If you're on board, you know, I, I really don't care what your reasons are. I'm, I'm with you, bud. Yeah, basically. Like, solidarity. I'm, I'm not sure about the. Oh, yeah, let's do it, buddy. You know. Okay. Off, yeah. yeah. Stupid, stupid <laughs> mandates. Can you, can, you, can you put your mask on, though, please? <laughs> Absolutely. That's what it is. Yeah. Uh, what about you? Oh, yeah, you, you drive, so thankfully that's probably a lot more secluded, right? 
Yeah, um, but I'm in and out. Yeah. Different businesses and everything, and has different policies that, you know, I just keep. They don't take it. All right. Hey, can you hear me? Yes, sir. All right. Well, sorry about that disconnect. Oh, no problem at all. Yeah, I, I think that was me, uh, but I am back. Technical difficulties. I'm getting older. <laughs> awesome. Age comes with all of us. Um, I was wondering what your thoughts are on um, the, the current state of um, mass resignations and people refusing to work. And the supposed labor shortage. Um, okay. How that basis, um, how we can use that for um, movement. Well, it's, it's exciting on its face. Uh, you know, people obviously entering more into class consciousness and wanting more uh, and walking out and like leaving for better work. Um, so I think we should all be encouraging that and talking about that more and talking it up more uh i don't believe there's a labor shortage (laughs) i don't be that for a second but i believe i do believe that i believe in the numbers of people leaving their jobs uh so i do believe in that and like i said i just i think it's a great thing and i think we need to uh encourage that uh i actually meant to make a video about it some time ago i've just been slacking off of my videos (laughs) but (laughs) yeah what are your thoughts i mean i mean i much like you, I, I find it encouraging that people are becoming more aware of their worth. I think people are uh, people are no longer accepting that they sh- they should work forty plus hours a week doing grueling labor and still not be able to afford rent or medicine or healthcare and they're getting sick of the injustice of it all. Exactly. Yeah, that's a good sign and I just wonder how they're going to face it. Uh, well, in, in the face of inflation, we're all say, or inflation, quote-unquote inflation. <laughs> inflation these manufactured like price gouging. I wonder how they're going to uh, respond because we have rent going up. Uh, I went to the grocery store the other day to buy a week's worth of groceries and spend 250 bucks. It, it's and I'm just wondering what people are going to do about that. You know, how they're going yeah. to respond since we're seeing them walk out. And yep. yeah, just wonder how far they'll take it. Yep. And the thing about inflation is it's negligible if it's coupled with economic activity, like putting the money in the hands of the consumers, then, then printing that money to ease. The, the um, burden wouldn't wouldn't inflation wouldn't be necessarily a problem. Exactly. <laughs> but we, we we send whatever quantitative easing we produce straight to the banks, exactly. where it just sits. Yeah, no, I agree one hundred percent. It would make it's always baffled me because it makes more sense to pay your workers more 
so they can spend more money on your shit. You know what I mean? Like, I don't understand yeah. why that doesn't connect to these quote-unquote business people. I, but I feel like they just want to squeeze as much as they can out until they hit a breaking point because they feel untouchable. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and nothing in the past has shown them that they aren't. Exactly. The, uh, the whole TARP recovery in 2008 was funneled straight to the banks instead of paying people enough to keep their homes. And so we saw <laughs> mass evictions. Hmm. Just like we're seeing now, where Biden is kicking people off the unemployment rolls and then claiming that unemployment numbers are down. Oh yeah, and the and the eviction crisis—it's—it's it's not talked about enough. Uh, and no. we're just we're seeing it just in our own like little hometown here. I live in an apartment yeah. complex, and in my apartment building, I swear every month it's like clockwork. We're seeing notices on doors, uh, people moving trucks coming and going. Uh, neighbors that we have we have for a month or two and then they're gone because rent is just so dang high and people are really hurting. Yeah, it's unconscionable. Absolutely. Uh, so yeah, no, I don't uh I don't know what's going to happen, but it sure seems like something is going to happen. Uh, I mean there's there's gonna be a breaking point and with with COVID accelerating the Omicron variant being more transmissible, we're seeing um, we're seeing our education system collapse. We're seeing our healthcare system collapse. Everything's overburdened, and they can't they can't hide behind the facade of um, of normal normalcy anymore because we see it all plain as day. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, and it, it so is incredible. Like I've said, this is the first time I believe, but it is incredible how far we've seen people come as far as class consciousness in the last since COVID began. It's like a veil is all of a sudden just lifting. Everyone's like, "What the fuck have we been doing?" You know, like where? Like, what have I been doing this whole time? <laughs> Absolutely. Like we're we're clearly consuming and producing ourselves into oblivion and we can't even afford the rent that that we're forced to pay exactly <laughs> so where, where's the justice where's the benefits of capitalism that that we're told is the only option left that is better than every other system <laughs> when, when we can't afford to live it's it, it's so unreal it's yeah and it's exhausting hearing people defended i, I get a lot of, i get a lot of those as you may or may not know just people oh, yeah. <laughs> trying to defend it. And it's it's always satisfying, a little bit satisfying to see their argument break down. But also, yeah. again, exhausting to do that every single time with the same watered-down, like, regurgitated Fox News. Like, <laughs> Yeah, they, they all have the same script. And after a while, you're just repeating yourself ad nauseum to the same faceless conservative. And it's... It's cathartic to dunk on conservatives and capitalists, but it it doesn't help anything. Exactly. I mean, we want to we make their lives better, too. Exactly. <laughs> They're just as, as much a victim of capitalism as we are, as anyone else is. Oh, but no, that, that's a victim mindset. Don't say victim to them. I'm not a victim. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, 
Congratulations, you still can't afford rent. So exactly. <laughs> great, not a victim. Yeah, so did that's you, been what's up? Oh, I was gonna I was gonna ask, did you see Elon Musk tried to pay some kid five thousand <laughs> dollars to stop tracking where he travels? I did, and I did uh, what a incredible <laughs> Or just get a new like, debt. I don't know. Yeah, the kid. The kid was like, "I'll, I'll, I'll take it down for fifty thousand dollars in an internship." I <laughs> <laughs> said no. <laughs> it's it's just the fucking the banality of how corrupt they are that they can't even. He can afford fifty thousand dollars. God, he makes it in a second. <laughs> Jesus, but he can't. Uh, it's, it's, yeah, it's so he, he has to save face. He can't be like the guy who like gives someone something for. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, he had to. He had to lowball him and it blew up. <laughs> no amount of wealth can cure stupidity, I guess. Incredible, but I will be following that kid's bot just to spite him. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, good on him. Freaking, and that's uh. That's where all the jobs are going too. That's where the future's at. These kids and their uh, their programming. Yeah. How do you feel about that? About the uh, the eventual AI takeover? Uh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> it's just more made up shit. <laughs> Whatever. Come on. <laughs> I mean, maybe I don't know. Okay, <laughs> it doesn't change anything. Yeah. AI AI would be great if it was in the hands of the workers. Exactly. That's what I right. always if say too. Could, yeah, if we could use artificial intelligence, which is just programming, it, it's not sentient like some sci-fi novel. <laughs> if we could use if we could use this programming to, to make our lives easier, great. But when it's in the hand of in the hands of the owners in the rentier class, then it's just going to be used to to produce and consume more for nothing. Exactly. They're going to be like, sir, great news. We've got this robot. Awesome. Now we can get rid of the workers and pay the workers. I like the exactly. first part of that. <laughs> get rid of the workers. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous. That's the future. So, uh, how do you feel about the uh, the upcoming races, uh, the 2022, 2024? How you feeling? Uh, the midterms? Yeah, midterms and beyond. I, I don't care. I mean, great. If you, I'm completely indifferent to voting. If if voting makes you feel better, great. If not, great. I mean, I understand voting for harm reduction, and that's fine. It might work. I don't know. But but we're but we're being offered nothing. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, we've, we've had nothing for the first two years of Biden's presidency, less than nothing, and we're being offered more nothing if Democrats win again. They had control of the House, the Senate, and the executive office. 
Well, what else do they need from us? We can, we can only vote so hard. <laughs> exactly. No, I've made it a point to uh, shit on Democrats the last couple of weeks. Uh, not because I believe in voting. I believe in electoral politics is a sham. But I've made it a point because, okay, like, even if we get 20 communists, not even, you know, 20 communists, not even leftists, into yeah. the Democratic Senate, what does that achieve? You know what I mean? There's still, there's still 30 centrists or slash right-leaning Democrats who are going to, this, the communists aren't going to achieve anything. Yeah, they're still and, alone. <laughs> exactly. And there's a lot of no support. We can't get one communist. So what are we doing? Exactly. So like whenever I see people, like, I, I, I can see it coming like conservatives when they talk. And like, I, I would love to believe in electoral politics. It's just, it's not where we're at. <laughs> like it's not going to make a difference. It, it doesn't change anything. But I love to see the same pipeline liberals go down where it's like, no, 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 you don't get it. Oh, I don't. Let's talk about it. <laughs> like you vote local. I'm like, all right, let's vote local. And then... Mm-hmm. It, it snowballs. How does it snowball? No, no, you don't get it. I don't. <laughs> explain it. Like, yeah. it just... yeah, please explain what you've been doing. You don't like Kamala Harris? Like, I, no, I don't care that my oppressor is black. Um, yeah. <laughs> next question. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, yeah, we... Um, I just today went on uh, the podcast, Let's Explore This, and we were discussing the Green Party. And... <clears throat> And they have a lot of the same uh, politics as Bernie Sanders. Yeah. But they, they just don't have the messaging. They don't have the capability to get their propaganda out like Bernie did. Exactly. It's always a shame because uh, yeah. I, I voted green last election. And it's always a shame whenever I see Howie. Uh, God, Howie. I can't even think of his last name right now. Yeah, I couldn't even tell you. <laughs> but when I see him pop up and I'm like, oh, he's live right now. Let me go check it out. And you see like 60 pre- like people in this guy's live. And I'm like, it's, I know it's a shame, like you said, that they don't have the capability to get their message out there and to have the reach. Um, yeah. And there's another party. Uh, I don't know if you guys have you heard about them. Uh, what is it? Move- Movement for a People's Party? I have not. Yeah, they, they've got a little more traction during the election. Kind of trailed off now uh but again just a third party might as well be the green party uh they claim to be a workers party and just great messaging great things they want to do but again they they can't get their message out yeah (laughs) and i so i've been grappling with it for a while and i i come to the conclusion it's regrettable but i it's i don't believe you can defeat capitalism or even have a successful revolution without an obscene amount of capital. That's, I mean, that's the truth. I mean, money buys elections. It's, it's just how it is. And every, every lever of power, Republicans and Democrats are united in their desire to thwart any left movement. Yeah. So if we have every lever of power against us, how can we play their rules and still win the game? Exactly. Especially when there's there's no... I mean, everyone loves to talk about organizing and solidarity, but it's it's an empty message. Like It's like, yeah, organize, guys, and then you see the division within just like the simplest things. Like, you can't... We can't get on the same page that Biden 
attacking Syria is a bad thing. Like we can't yeah. see like it's just as bad as when Trump attacked Syria. Yeah. <laughs> we can't see past the hypocrisy of the Democratic Party. Or the and so ice concentration camps. Yeah. <laughs> and so if we can't even agree that on the basic good versus like good bad, we can't organize because we're not on the same page. Yeah. You know. So I don't know. I mean, I don't know what the answer is. Again, uh, I mean, if any of us knew what the answer was, <laughs> we wouldn't be halfway there by now. But I do think a lot about the prospect of uh, a quote-unquote good billionaire who uses those billions to like fund a working-class revolution. Okay, but I mean, where? I mean, we, we we're never going to get a billionaire that's willing to sacrifice his his privilege and life of luxury for the greater good oh, yeah. because it, it, it takes a certain uh, socio, sociopathic personality to Become steal a... those billions exactly from us so uh, I, it's, just a, it's just a daydream I like to have about some, some billionaire who's had a change of heart or some billionaire who just inherited Elon Musk's money you're, <laughs> and you're he's... literally just praying for Batman <laughs> to come down and save us all. I get it. I get it. Bruce Wayne, who's just beating the shit out of poor people. Yep. <laughs> These criminals. <laughs> yeah, man. So, uh, a, a lot of pessimism. Like I said last time, the first time we uh, had our talk, just real pessimistic about the state of the world. Yeah, we're, uh, nothing's changed. Huh? Yeah. Uh, if anything, I'm a little more pessimistic. <laughs> hey, I'm feeling, man. I believe that was right before the election, correct? Or am I misremembering? Yeah, it must have been. Yeah, it must have been before the election. Yeah, because I remember being a little, like, it was cautiously hopeful. Like, okay, maybe the Democrats having a super majority, hopefully, will do the right thing. And <laughs> something? One thing? One thing. I haven't even gotten my goddamn test yet. The uh, the test that Biden promised us. Oh my god! <laughs> there's, there's nothing good coming down the road. Yeah. So uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, I I feel like um, third partyism would be a third party would be great, but we still even then even if we were divided three ways in Congress. It, it, it wouldn't do anything. It's still deadlock and leave us in a status quo. And it would just be so disheartening to see a Green Party candidate win or to see just like a Green Party majority Senate and then to see them get poisoned by lobbyist money, you know? Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's, there is a definite... Um, corruption effect that goes in to elected candidates, to elected people. Like we, we witness AOC with her performative nonsense and then still voting to fund Israel. <laughs> and so, uh, I mean, it, it's, it's frustrating and I, I get it. They go in to office and they think, well, I'll, I'll give in to this one, but the next one, maybe they'll have my back. Yeah. And, I'm going to run for the election, even though I didn't accomplish anything, because it's better I'm here 
than the next person that might be worse. <laughs> and, it, it, and, and people justify it to, to any end, you know, to make themselves not feel like the antagonist. Yeah. But it, it's still the same end result. We still have a left-wing party that is completely capitalistic and right-wing. So yeah, I don't think I, I don't think electoralism is the answer. Not in this current state. Like I, I I hate to say it's not the answer, but in America, in this current state, it's absolutely not the answer. Yeah, uh, yeah absolutely. With Citizens United and everything, it's just not. It's not going our way. <laughs> I always get so jealous of the goddamn French whenever I see them riding in the streets. Man, <laughs> that could be us. If you ask, <laughs> if you ask a single Frenchman to work like five minutes longer in the shift, that entire city goes on strike. <laughs> that entire country just starts sets on fire automatically. It's so beautiful. <laughs> And the firemen fighting the police in the streets. Oh, my uh, God. <laughs> right? Like, and I, I love when Americans are always like, yeah, like, it's ACAB, but that doesn't mean firefighters. And it kind of does here, because the firefighters are ACAB, like, they're police adjacent here, at least. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's not great. <laughs> most public servants are going to fall under the category of maintaining the status quo. Exactly. It really is a shame. And you got to hope with these new, newer generations, especially Gen Z. I fucking love Gen Z. You got to hope that yeah. something is going to, you know, maybe in 20 years, as much as I hate that, as much as I loathe incremental change, maybe in 20, 30 years, we get some of these kids in and things will be all right. But by then, the earth's going to be on fire times Post. two. So <laughs> yeah, we're witnessing it right now. Yeah. But that's the thing about Gen Z. Is they're born into the the knowledge of the effects of climate change. I mean, they can't they can't look away because they're gonna live through the worst of it. Yeah, I mean, millennials as well are gonna witness most of the worst of it. But Gen X, baby boomers, they can turn their head away because shit, the worst is gonna be after I'm gone. But Gen Z, I mean, they, they don't have a choice. <laughs> they're going to have to. They're going to they're gonna live in a world with the same, the same debt and, and, and equities and equalities of Gen X, not Gen X, but of uh, millennials. Plus, they'll have the burden of a collapsing ecosystem. So they're they're just going to have to work for it. I mean, yeah, have to change everything. And it's it's so wild because I remember two th- what was it two thousand five two thousand six when uh, Al Gore's film came out uh, and Inconvenient Truth. Yeah. Uh, what was I like fourteen at the time? And I just remember being like, "Why is no one more concerned about this? This is so real. Yeah, this is really important." And everyone was like, "Yeah, it is. We, let's recycle." And I was like, yeah, but more yep, than that, yep. let's, let's do something a little bit more. <laughs> I mean, that's not enough. Yeah. Uh, and the whole recycling gimmick and the shaming of 
the, sh the shaming that liberals perform and the rest of us, if we don't do the cycling and the straws and everything, it just serves to place the burden of climate change onto workers. Couldn't be capitalism. It, could, it couldn't be the, the agricultural, the industrial agricultural, uh, like, the military. industry. <laughs> yeah, it, it could, could be the military. Be the, the fucking Navy that burns a nation's worth of oil every year. <laughs> Jesus. It's, it's you because you threw your can on the ground. Yep. Fuck out of here. Um, gonna be Bolsonaro bulldozing the fucking rainforest. <laughs> no, I laugh a lot, but I'm I'm laughing through the pain. Yep. <laughs> that's that's what we do, man. Yeah. So what do you usually do for um for leisure time, for relaxing, for your downtime? Oh geez, as soon as the kids go to sleep at eight thirty, that that's all me time. I sit down, I turn on my uh, my PlayStation. I'm not allowed to have one of those because I'm a communist. But I turn on my PlayStation. Yeah. Uh, I grab a nice cold beer. All right. <laughs> or five, and then I, I uh, just play some Call of Duty or just you know. What do you what do you what do you like to game most? Uh, first person shooters or RPGs? mostly I'm an RPG guy. Uh, I'll yeah. play anything. I've got a thousand games, but like. I love RPGs, uh, Final Fantasy, stuff like that. Man, I am excited for Elden Ring. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, me too. That looks cool. Um, uh, what about you? Leisure time. What is... Uh... Uh, much the same. Just um, my wife and I will watch some reality shows. We've been watching uh, Yellowstone lately. Oh, I've not seen that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's fine. <laughs> it's, it's all right whatever it's hokey but it's fine hey we've all got our guilty pleasure shows yeah, yeah. I think me and my uh me and my girl watched all of not all of but a lot of an embarrassing amount of jersey shore last summer nice <laughs> yeah we've been watching um this reality show of it's, it follows the crew of a yacht that wealthy people rent out for three days at a time, uh -huh. and it just—it's it, great because it shows the—it's uh, from the perspective of the workers of the of the of the crewmen, and oh. then it just shows how how ridiculous and pampered these people are that come on these yachts. It's it's pretty good. <laughs> as, as far as reality shows go, it's pretty good. Nice. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I can't enjoy anything anymore either. I mean, I enjoy it, but like, I, I'm annoying as shit to be around because we'll be watching anything, and I'm like, look at this fucking capitalist fuck. Look, oh, do you see this? And we'll, they're <laughs> yeah, like, we're watching Mickey Mouse's like uh, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. I'm like, no, I know, I know. It's okay. <laughs> my Just, my wife scolded that out of me. Like. I'm pretty, I'm pretty good at separating myself from the world when I'm indulging in fiction. Oh, see, I am until, like, there's half of a beer and, like, an inkling of, like, <laughs> of some kind of, like, class, like, issue. I'm like, wait, 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 no, no. I hear what you're saying, but... 
have you considered that it's capitalism? Because it's usually capitalism. Yeah. Uh, oh my God. When I, um, I I bought one of the Call of Duty games, and I was, uh, you know, it was it went to a cut screen and a loading screen, and it showed uh, an animated version of the Highway of Death, and it blamed the Soviet Union for it. <laughs> Even though it's well known to have been perpetrated by the United States, it's a <laughs> massive war crime, and this—I mean, this—they of course excuse it by saying it's a fictional property. But I mean, how many kids watch that and just accept it? Exactly. I, I think a lot about. It's always crazy if someone tells you like I've seen this post going around. If someone tells you like two or three things that the CIA has done. They sound fucking crazy. But, like, I think a lot about how the CIA in, like, the 90s and early 2000s had to greenlight certain war movies or just, like, basically war propaganda. Yeah. Yeah, if they want to use any military equipment or anything like that for their movie, they have to hire a, a military consultant. And that's... It's <laughs> outrageous how people don't hear that. And they, and they hear that, and they go, oh, fuck, North Korea is so brainwashed. <laughs> they're so bad. Like, there's so much propaganda over there. <laughs> or that, that fucking police funeral. Did you see the pictures of that? I did not. There was, there was oh a kid who died? Uh, yeah, in New York City. And the streets, it was just cops like ants just covering blocks and blocks of New York City. And it, it was just so unnerving to witness. <laughs> but yeah, North Korea is the one that's a police state. Oh, absolutely. There's just a million cops in the streets right there in this picture. It's unreal. Uh, my mother got, <laughs> she caught on really uh, fast not to tell me bad news about cops. I'll just be sitting down blankly, like staring at the TV, playing a video game. Oh. And she'll just say something out loud. And she'll be like, oh, wow. Like, I guess a cop got killed. And I'm like, oh, that's good. And she's like, oh my god, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> sorry, I don't there, know. Yeah, yeah. There, there are certain things that I don't vocalize in front of my kids. That's fair. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I keep, I keep it down low during family time. That's very fair. That's and that's plus I, Plus, I, I can be real insufferable. <laughs> if my wife didn't check me. So. Oh, God, you should have seen my girlfriend's face. We, uh, we're sitting around, and like the, my kid, my five-year-old, telling me about how like, they had a cop visitor who came in and told him all about being a cop, and you should have just seen the way she like, looks over at me. Like, uh, don't you do it. Do yeah. not say anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so God. I'm just like, oh, that's, yeah. that's oh, so good. That's perfect. I love that. I love that they did that. <laughs> oh my god! And then some states are asking cops to come in and teach classes. I've seen because that. <laughs> teachers are out sick or are refusing to work. The it couldn't be close the schools down. No, no. <laughs> Get the cops in there with the hands and their guns to teach this history class. Yeah, it's just to get people back to work. The pandemic is about four times worse than it was at its peak. 
and we're yeah. all let's go back to normal. Oh, it's about to be endemic. What? Everything's <laughs> open. Yeah, and you gotta have teachers in to babysit kids so their parents can go to work. Exactly. I. It's just. Yeah, my mother has COVID right now because she obviously she moved down to Florida about. Oh my god. Ago. and so obviously it's Florida, and she's been yeah. fine for two years, and all of a sudden she goes to Florida. Where there's no restrictions, and you, you know what her job says? They call her and they go, "Oh, that's so. We're so sorry to hear that. Um, do you think you can be back on Sunday? Now, this is like Tuesday. Do you think you can be back on Sunday for your shift?" And she's like, Jesus. "I'll see. Do you need a COVID test or anything?" She's like, "I, I have symptoms." And I'm like, "No, we don't need a test. Whenever you feel better, come on back." <laughs> oh my god, it's such a nightmare. It really is, and that's, I'm trying my best. Uh, I mentioned coding earlier. I'm trying my best to get out of the, uh, just to get out of society, <laughs> trying to yeah. figure out how to work from home and, uh, and do that whole thing and try to be as self-sustainable as possible because this country is not, it's not going in a great direction. It's yeah. It, there's something about preppers that I, <laughs> that I definitely <laughs> sympathize with. I, God, I sounded so, again, so insane. Like I got really into that prepping show like last summer or no, it was the summer of, two summers ago when everything was going down with all the riots and I got really into like the prepper show, uh, doomsday preppers. And I was like, wait, no, these people are kind of right. <laughs> I mean, uh, like, I, I agree. I agree. Safe than sorry. I mean, you can't argue with that. <laughs> like it's, it's a little nuts. And if nothing does happen, it's like, ah, shit. But at the same time, <laughs> if something did, yeah. Yeah, like this one lady in particular, she was talking about like an economic collapse because she was she's some some kind of uh, economist or something like that. And how like quickly our agriculture system would fail and how quickly the store shelves would be empty. And we've seen that in real time with the pandemic, Yeah, Uh, with especially uh, have you seen that store? All the workers uh, walked out. It was a grocery store. Uh, Uh And within like three days, like the shelves were just like empty. It was just it was a ghost town. Yeah. It's kind of fantastic, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I love that. I love that for them. Like, walk out, please. Yes. And <laughs> more of that. I would like yeah, to. There's, there's left preppers. I agree. Like, uh, the, the, the whole prepping thing, it's so individualistic and geared towards keeping your family safe. Where I feel like a left prepping movement would be more community oriented. Yeah, and I can see, I, I would love that, too. Just, like, classes on, like, you know, how to garden and, like, just Surviving self-sustainability. And, yeah. yeah. We should have more of those community classes and, like, libraries or something like that. But, you know, maybe that's something to look into. Maybe that's, <laughs> I'll start a, a, a horticulture class. I guess I got to learn about yeah. it first. <laughs> We're just going to end up going camping one day and then coming back like two hours later. Like, I'm so tired. (laughs) I don't like it. (laughs) No, it's it's wild how quickly uh, your average American has like just lost that knowledge of how to like be self-sustainable. Because because for 1900, like, you know, that's what it was. And now everything's so industrialized and everything's just so eight stops until it gets to your plate. Yeah, and then uh, one frustrating thing that I always get from um, reactionaries is 
well, if you don't, if you don't want to rent or you don't want to buy, then you don't like capitalism. Go out in the woods and build a hut and live off the land. It's like literally illegal. I would. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can't. For one, you li- you legally can't. That property should be free, but it's not. And nobody can be expected to just pick up from an industrialized world and move into nowhere and know how to survive. Exactly. But like, I, I really wish, because I also love it when they say, oh, why don't you just go to Cuba? And I, I, for that, especially in real life, I always pull up Snapchat and go to like the little interactive map where you can click on a location. And they're yeah. having the time of their goddamn lives in Cuba. <laughs> they know and what I'm they're like, about. Check it out. I would love to go to Cuba. Will you fund me? I really wish there was some kind of program where if you don't like it here, you're allowed to leave and we'll fund you. <laughs> well, we, we witness our education and healthcare system collapse. <laughs> they still have the highest doctors per capita of any country on earth. Yeah, that's a threat. <laughs> I think they're at, they're peaking right now with COVID. I think they've got like 2,000 cases a day. It's like, ah, damn. <laughs> Terrible. 2,000. Well, I got 2,000 in my goddamn county right now. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so how's your drive? Um, almost home, actually. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. But yeah, I guess we'll wrap it up. Is there anything you want to plug? Not this time. Actually, my my, my article still hasn't been released because the. the Slice Magazine is what's called, and they are closing up shop as of December. So this the, this article is coming out. This ma- this uh, magazine issue is going to be their last one, and so wow. that's why it's been delayed. Uh, so hopefully, still again, Slice Magazine issue twenty eight, I believe, is going to be coming out any day. And when it does, I will let you guys know. <laughs> oh hell yeah! Sucks, uh, and, and at this point, it was a the article was about Kyle Rittenhouse as I said before. Uh, oh, nice. Because I was I was in Kenosha until about an hour before Kyle Rittenhouse did his thing, and so it was it was about that, and it was about like you know just justice and how I'm glad he's going to be found guilty. <laughs> it, it is not yeah. aged well, um, but also I think that maybe it has just in like it's not naive a naivete naivete and how naive it was. Okay. <laughs> Uh, oh, to think boy, that something would are. happen to him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we were we all were. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. All right, that's our boy. That's Amer- <laughs> That's America's son, right there. <laughs> God. <laughs> well, but yeah, all that's right. that's all I've got. I appreciate you having me on again. Uh, sorry, I couldn't be more optimistic this time. No. It- went well as usual i like this that we could just kind of bullshit oh yeah through it you know it's i always lose the structure of the episode as i go anyways so we might as well just start off without structure oh yeah it might worked out pretty well oh yeah i'm a terrible planner i i tried all week i was like god what do i want to ask what do i want to say yep i was the same (laughs) way god damn it Told my girlfriend, I'm like, I'm so stressed. I'm supposed to do this podcast with my buddy, and I don't know what to say. (laughs) Talk about your 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 cop son. (laughs) God, how disappointing that would be. Uh, 
That's all right. You're, really, if you ever hear this, son, I'll be very disappointed if you're a cop one day. Um, all right. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> Play this for him when he graduates from Police Academy. <laughs> oh, I will. <laughs> He'll know. All right. Well, I'll talk to you later, man. Thanks for all coming right. on. Thank you again for having me. All right. Bye-bye.